0: You're watching The Rebel Scum Podcast. You are always scum. Rebel Scum. From odds making to list rankings, we've got you covered. And don't forget to join us on Patreon for early access and exclusive content. Here are your hosts, Brock and James.
1: James, have you ever listened to Hamilton or heard of Hamilton?
0: I've been to school. Hamilton, Ontario. <laughs> Uh oh, no, actually, you know what? I've never heard Hamilton or like or, the musical, yeah, no, I know nothing of Hamilton to be honest,
1: well, man, sorry, let me just turn off this vibration of my phone uh, so uh, I'm a bit of a musical I like musical theater. It's good mm-hmm. uh, Hamilton's coming to Toronto. I'm very excited. I have tickets. when's it coming uh Spring next year? Yeah. twenty Spring 2020.
0: Oh, right. In April, I think. Right? Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. April. Sidebar, do you think we'll be referring to next year as Barbara Walters because it's 2020? Baba Wawa?
0: Uh, <laughs> sure, if you want to. Anyways, I digress.
1: <laughs> My beautiful girlfriend, Reham, who I've mentioned on this podcast before, sent me a video of a parody from the Hamilton musical. Uh, there's a song in it called Dear Theodosia. They have done this (laughs) parody called Dear Baby Yoda. Oh, of course they
0: have.
1: For anyone that hasn't heard the original song, it's about fathers or men becoming fathers for the first time. So it's like, you've changed my life forever. So the song is about Baby Yoda. I do not know the channel. I should actually have looked it up. But I just thought about saying this just now. Uh, wonderful stuff. Very good. If you're a Hamilton fan or a Star Wars slash Mandalorian fan, check it out. Just type in Dear Baby Yoda on YouTube. Or when you're on YouTube, why don't you check us out Rebel Scum Podcast. I am Brock. This is
0: Brock! <laughs> I could also be... Sometimes I get nervous and I can't remember my name. James. <laughs> I just I'm blurt scared. things out. <laughs> James. 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 By the way. I have spoken. Cool, cool, man, cool, cool. Do you think he'll be back? We'll talk about that later. I um, hope so. we're almost. We're like a week out, Brock. Yeah, a week.
1: It's been one week.
0: Uh, today, when this drops, uh, the second last episode of The Mandalorian went up. Nice. No, wait, the third last. No, wait, that's next. An ultimate. No, <laughs> wait. The Mandalorian is a good show. People are starting to hate it again now, which is nice to see. It's nice to see the hate flowing Star Wars. Yeah.
1: Yeah, like one thing I was gonna say the last episode, I read a comment, I think, on Mandalorian Scum, someone commenting on the fourth episode where we go to I forget what it's called, Sagar, Saigon, Sagan Miss Saigon. Sargon. Sargon,
0: yeah. Sure.
1: And let me ask you this I'm gonna ask you this because we didn't really talk about that episode that much. Did you think at first that it was like some kind of like uh flashback to the Mandalorian's like yep. past
0: at the very beginning? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I did. Yeah. yeah. Um,
1: but anyways, that episode, someone commented on the Mandalorian uh, YouTube, like in the comments, like, Oh, this is definitely my least favorite. And I'm like, you're entitled to your opinion. And yeah, out of four, you didn't like it as much. Didn't say it was terrible. but just like, isn't it a little premature to start grading these episodes when you yeah. haven't seen the whole thing?
0: Yeah, I was on the the third, the Cara Dune one. I did the Mandalorian skin with Rob that day because you were working. Yeah, and uh, so I did it from my car. I was driving home. <laughs> we did it on my car. Ah, uh, but I I thought, and this this was my comment on that. We'll talk about Mandalorian maybe after everything. But but I thought. That it was, it was my least favorite up until that point. But I said, but it's Star Wars. And this yeah. is like episode four of eight. And I, I actually compared it to the Space Whales and Rebels. Where I was like, when the Space <laughs> Whales happen, we're like, whatever. But then they come back and they're a big thing. So I feel, feel yeah. like that was an episode that you need. And that we might not appreciate today. But next year at this time, we'll be like, that was the most important episode. Like, it could be one of those. Mm. And that's how I felt And this last one that Filoni directed um, I enjoyed I thought it was good I, th- I My thing with the show Is I feel like it, it's at this point Where it needs to grow a little bit more But I think the ending of this week's episode Not to go into spoilers yeah. yet But I think the ending of this one showed me that Okay, their feet are starting to get wet Right, like they've taken mm. their time To get where they are Now they're ready to just kind of expand And I think we're getting there
1: Here's uh, one thing I've had a uh, thought of, and I wish I had time to make a video to show my proof. For our non-Canadian viewers, maybe you don't know the show. I don't know how far into, the, uh, into North America it went. But here in Canada, we had a little show called The Littlest Hobo. Now, The Littlest Hobo was a German shepherd that traveled from town to town solving problems. The Mandalorian is Star Wars version of The Littlest Hobo.
0: As someone who's never seen The Littlest Hobo. Oh, my God. What is wrong with you? I, full disclosure, Brock, I haven't watched a lot of Canadian content. Uh, <laughs> I'm the worst Canadian. I watched, uh, was Ghostwriter Canadian? That's on Apple TV. That right? was Canadian. Yeah, well, now it's on it's Apple TV. Plus. But I you, I watched that once. Um, Mr. Dress Up? Mm-hmm. I don't what? know. Like like the PJ's on YTV. I used to what I don't know. I I yeah, like the raccoons. I don't know. I didn't yeah. watch much uh I didn't, I never saw Little Hobo, to be honest.
1: Oh my goodness. Anyways,
0: but your description of it sounds accurate. Yes.
1: Little Hobo. He goes from town to town solving problems. He's a dog and he doesn't talk that much, kind of like the Mandalorian. And just kind of like doesn't it's just episodic where he just goes from place to place to place now like the mandalorian has a little bit more of a plot but like he just it is very interesting how it's like episode it's your different spot and you're like oh
0: well i think that's what they got to that's where they're going to get away from now because yeah uh they're at that point where it's like all right we 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 get this let's move on that's t- like yeah. they're getting, like I said, they're getting their feet wet. This is the thing that TV shows do. And eventually we'll all be like, this is the best show ever. I mean, we already are, except for the hate. Because I don't know if you know this, but there were women in one of the episodes. And <laughs> that was just like, I was like, I was disgusted. No, like, I don't know if you saw, but all of a sudden there, there's a lot going on, on online where people that were cl- praising this show as being the best, all of a sudden they introduced like Kara Dune. And it was mostly uh, the woman because she was the only one in town that knew how to use a gun. People oh, yeah. like, hated that. And I was like, but that's like, isn't that like the most Western trope of them all? Yeah, it's
1: totally the most Western. And, and then
0: she, I'm pretty sure she even says, my deceased husband taught me. Like, I'm pretty sure she's like makes a claim that her husband taught her how to use it. And I'm just like, well, she's explained how she knows how to use it. Yeah. And even if she didn't, who cares? <laughs> she's the only character in that village that we know anything about of course she knows yeah. yeah um i i that was that wasn't my favorite episode like i said but i really i it's just such an enjoyable show and the thing is every time baby yoda shows sorry spoilers <laughs> every time baby yoda shows up it's like ah oh, i just love it <laughs> like just i'm just like i don't know it's like when you go to the pet store and they have like a cute little newborn and you're like oh my god
1: yeah like amy Sidaris in this new episode was just like you didn't really need her but like it was great like
0: and i love that I she think... was the one that was in it too like of yeah, all yeah, the yeah. people you could get you're like i'm like yeah Fabro, you're the best
1: i hated because like i don't think it's a meme yet but like she looks like ripley from aliens yeah, she does and i started seeing pictures of her on instagram and i hadn't watched the episode i was like
0: Oh God, I guess I gotta watch. We gotta say this for all our uh, European friends who can't watch this now. The, the spoilers on this show are coming up way too fast.
1: Mm. Like, I couldn't watch yeah. this
0: episode until midnight on Friday. Like, it was out for 24 hours almost before I was able to yeah. see it. And I was like, I'm going dark. I have to go dark. Yeah, Because it comes out at like, min- it was, I see, I was up at midnight on Thursday, on Friday. Mm. It wasn't at 12.05. I finally went to bed. It still wasn't on, on yeah. Plus. So I was like, "That's too late. But like, Six thirty in the morning. It's like picture people posting pictures of their TV. I'm like, why are you doing this? It's yeah. six thirty in the morning. Like, I, <laughs> I, I do. I kind of wish they would instead of midnight, they'd be like, it's up at like five p.m. every day, like yeah. every Friday. Like, deal with it. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: but anyway, it's. I think the show's.
1: It's fantastic.
0: It's exactly what it should be
1: exactly okay. i'm not yeah all the same i'm saying I, there's nothing wrong with it i think this is all calculated okay. i think favreau does this on a re- Or i know technically this was feloni wrote this one and directed it correct but it,
0: yeah but it's all like yeah
1: like favreau has
0: yeah there's an outline right there's yeah. like this is what it's about and who knows favreau could have wrote this script and feloni could have taken it and then a rewrite enough for him to get writing credits on it you know yeah, how TV, TV writing works It's all a group effort They're <laughs> all in a room And they all write up You listen to like Any any commentary on TV Or any behind the scenes on TV They're like This yeah. person got the credit But really That was written by that person That was And like everybody does something yeah, yeah, yeah. so. yeah. uh, And that's when People get too high On Filoni's directing Or too low on Filoni's directing I'm just like You know There was an entire team Around him Yeah Like there's a cinematographer Who really made those shots What they were Yeah, like, yeah. So I think People gotta relax. I think Phony Filoni, is obviously talented. He's getting his feet wet. Um, I still think Deborah Chow had the best looking, possibly one of the best looking Star Wars things we've ever seen. Frankly, I thought I thought it was gorgeous. I think it's what when I watched it, and I like Solo. I was like, this is what sh- Solo should have looked like. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah this yeah. is what it wanted to look like. But it was funny because I was watching the the Grinch with Jim Carrey earlier. Mm-hmm. FYI, I've watched all three versions of The Grinch multiple Yeah, times. I saw you
1: watch the cartoon the other
0: Yeah, bit. I watched the, the cartoon, and then I watched the Jim Carrey one, and then I've watched the last year's one twice already this year. <laughs> like, I like The Grinch, whatever. I like Scrooge, too. I just like people who are angry and then have redemption <laughs> at the end. Kylo Ren. And... Uh... <laughs> Kylo Ren is the Scrooge of of the sequel trilogy.
1: <laughs> he, he, was, he gets he's, visited, he's by, visited
0: ghost. by Force Ghosts. It's gonna happen <laughs> first. Okay, it'll be Obi Wan first, then Luke, and then we'll have uh, we'll have Vader or yeah. Sidious. Sidious will be the Ghost of Christmas yet to come, the Ghost of <laughs> of of the Force yet to come. But yeah, yeah. I was uh, I was watching the, the the Ron Howard Grinch, and I was like, you know, the cinematography is really murky. Maybe. The- <laughs> <laughs> like, i'm like and then solo was kind of murky too but the deborah chow one, i was like this is what solo i think was trying to look like and i didn't she just her and, and the team because it's a team um yep. definitely definitely did, accomplished uh for me anyway what i think is the best looking star wars thing. yeah like that. although rise looks beautiful
1: yeah yeah um I'm hoping the next couple episodes go more into it. I mean I at some point you're gonna have to like get detail oriented about like who is this baby Yoda. Yeah, what is uh, Favreau How said long long
0: we, we will. Hmm? Favreau said we're going to.
1: Yeah, I figure. Um and like we ha have, still haven't been introduced to a few of the actors they've been pushing. A lot of people think the we might be getting uh Giancarlo Espositos shortly, so yeah i don't know like i sort of i was talking to someone about this like i'm not really sure who the villain is in this show
0: yeah let's uh you know let's hold that off until after top five because uh i want to go into it but i know there's a bunch of people uh watching right now that can't watch it because something happens at the end of of episode five that i want to talk to you about in a little bit yeah Um, but let's talk about this movie coming out that will end (laughs) the skywalker saga
1: Knives yeah.
0: Out <laughs> Have you seen Knives Out yet?
1: It, it was pretty good. Is it good? It's a very different Ryan Johnson movie, but it's I think it's worth seeing. I wanna see it again actually.
0: I wanna see it. I don't go to the movies. Mm. Uh, I am going to go see The Rise of Skywalker. Rise twice. of Skywalker. I've seen that twice. I'm seeing that with you on <laughs> Thursday next week. Yep. And I'm seeing it again <laughs> on the Saturday. Uh, uh, with uh some work friends and, uh, and Aaron forcing her to go see it for a second time, whether she likes it or not. She <laughs> will be there. Uh, that's going to be a lot of fun to go to go. See. I You know, I, what I liked was when we saw the force awakens in D box, like the third time we saw it and we saw it in D box. I thought that was a lot of fun.
1: Um, Did we, I can't remember. Was I there?
0: You bought in D box. Yep. yep. <laughs> we I bought tickets for the first day, the first day on the Thursday, then the Saturday, and then you're like... Which one? Force on- Awakens or...? It was Force Awakens, D-Box. Okay. You bought the tickets. I'm glad it was memorable for you.
1: In, the, in, in my defense, James, I think we saw that movie seven times.
0: Dude, <laughs> I saw it four. Yeah, I, I think four. I saw You movie, saw it a lot. You, I, we Last time we saw it was New Year's Eve uh, with my brother-in-law. We went in Belleville to see it. Oh, and yes. you and Rob were there. Rob wasn't going to go because he'd already seen it like 200 times at that point. And afterwards... I was my fourth time, and I was like, I think I'm done. And you right, you're like, it's over. The dream's over. It's come to an end. And it wasn't that I, I didn't like it anymore or anything. It was just, um, I was good. Yeah. I was good. I was really tired that day, too.
1: It's funny. In such a short time, when we, I remember when we used to talk, when we saw Force Awakens, we're like, why are we seeing this so many times? We're going to still buy the Blu ray. And now we won't buy the Blu ray. I mean, yes, you can buy the Blu ray, but like, This might be the first Star Wars movie that goes... It'll go on Blu-ray, but we'll go straight to Disney+. Plus.
0: See, this is what I'm curious about. Is it going to go on Disney+, Plus in March? Or is it going to wait until November? Or is it going to wait until the summer? When is it going to hit? This is going to be the first... Mm. I mean, Frozen 2 and this are going to be the ones that we're going to say, well, like, because these are the first ones, right? Like, they came out at the launch. So, like, Captain Marvel came out on disney plus the day of but okay that doesn't count though because it was already out for a while yeah on blu-ray so now this yet yeah, frozen 2 and star wars are going to be the two that we're going to see what the time is going to be yeah. for their release on on disney plus because i'm sure they're going to want you to buy it but i'm also sure that they're going to want you to stick with disney plus so they're going to want to put that on there as soon as they can for you
1: yeah i guess what is the bigger what is the bigger thing for them uh you buying the blu-ray and then also having disney plus or just having disney plus
0: I don't, or I could,
1: like usually i would i would argue it's going to be smaller and smaller numbers of people buying blu-rays right like yeah, yeah. so
0: but i think i think Iger wants disney plus and they want to sustain that and they want to keep you on there mm-hmm. um, but i still think you know if you put the blu-ray out the digital copy out in march april and it's on disney plus in june i'll buy it in march april because i'm a sucker yeah, I'll be like, I want to watch it right now, and I'm going to spend twenty five dollars. And then in March, and then in June, I'll be like, <sighs> There's so many movies on Disney Plus that I'm just like, I paid so much money for this, and God, <laughs> I'm just gonna go stream it. What right are
1: you now. talking about? Littlest Mermaid live action with Shaggy as Sebastian. That so was is on
0: TV. Did you watch? Shag- it? I didn't watch it live. It was live. That was live, right? With John Stamos as the chef.
1: Yeah, I watched it um it was all right it's i would have preferred it as like i went to disney and watched the performance but because that's what it's very similar to which isn't a bad thing but you watch more of the movie than you watch actually the performance but i wouldn't have watched it at all if i didn't have disney plus so you got to take that into account like
0: see i i so i this is my disney plus going i watch gargoyles uh Gargoyles, Darkwing Duck, Star, Mandalorian, and I watched The Imagineering. One of them, The Imagineering, mm. like half of it, I think. Yeah. And then um, I just watched Noel.
1: Oh yeah, is that any good? No,
0: <laughs> you know, here's okay. It's like it's not. It's perfect for Disney Plus. It's like a notch higher than a Hallmark movie, right? And if somebody's like, "Do you want to watch it?" I'd be like, like. I it's yeah. like a bad Elf.
1: It's it's saying a lot if you of all people are kind of like eh, on a Christmas movie. So
0: no, but I would watch it again because, it, <laughs> but you know, it's like it's like it's kind of like it wants to be Elf meets Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street meets uh, the Year Without a Santa Claus. It's like and it's <laughs> like, and I've seen the storyline be like before. Like it's not the jokes are pretty flat. Uh, okay. But, um, it, you know, I mean, it's 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 innocent, you know, it's it's G rated. Yeah. So it's like if a kid was like, hey, do you want to watch it? I'd be like, you know, whatever. <laughs> I mean, I don't know where I'm going to be with a kid doing that. But, if, you know, <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: I would totally watch. And if you were like, hey, you want to come over and watch Noelle. I'd be like, yeah, I'll drive an hour and a half to watch Noelle. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Let's do it. I would do that. So but yeah, it's not I would not be like, go out of your way to watch it. Yeah. And then, yeah, Pluto's First Christmas, obviously, and the Santa Claus. I'm, I'm <laughs> going through the Santa Claus movies, I'll tell you that. I'm just like, <laughs> at Home Alone. God, I've actually watched quite a bit. All Christmas, though. I'm curious to see how I do after Christmas. Mm-hmm. I would buy a Christmas uh, streaming service, though. That yeah. And I would, in July, I'd be like, yeah, I'll watch it. I'll watch it. First Awaken's a Christmas movie. Anyway, Kylo Ren, the ghost of Cro- Kylo uh, Ren, the Scrooge of of the Star Wars universe is Kylo Ren. <laughs> um, he's going to be look. He's going to be redeemed at the end of this movie in, in some capacity. I don't think he's. I don't think he's gonna. I don't think he's going to be like I'm a good guy now. But I don't think he's going to be all evil. I think he's going to see that he was uh, manipulated, and I think we're going to see him help Ray. To some capacity, take down Shvi P. Palpatine. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if if Sheev tricks Kylo into luring Ray to him.
1: You know what <laughs> so, I mean? Like, return of the Jedi, <laughs> huh? Basically, Return of the Jedi.
0: Well, look, and I don't mean any disrespect to what we've seen, but we've seen <clears throat> a New Hope redone and we've saw reverse Empire Strikes Back. Like we are we are getting the original trilogy retold in a different (laughs) way. And you can love the last Jedi all you want, that's fine. And I'm not taking anything away, but it is the Empire Strikes Back to a certain degree. They instead of them starting together, they end together. And and instead of separating, they come together. And that's it's reverse Empire Strikes Back. It's, you know, she still goes where she shouldn't be going to go see the villain, like Luke did with Vader. And she learns about the truth about her family. And then Kylo says, Join me. Like it's this, it's they're following the formula. And it's not wrong because the prequels also followed that formula. And that formula is simply known as the Star Wars formula.
1: Yeah.
0: And it's, it's like when you listen to a band and you love the band and people are like, all their songs sound the same but that's yeah no but I like that's what I like yeah. I like that sound right like they're all yeah. different songs they're variations of each other basically but that's what I like that's why you keep doing it and that's what Star Wars is and that's why it's fine
1: yeah no I agree and it's like it's funny how people point that out as a bad thing yet they're totally down if it's like well Ray is this person and then Ben is going to be redeemed I'm like that's those we've already like we've gotten that movie already So as much as I say that's Return of the Jedi, I don't think it's a bad thing. I think I can get behind that. That if, like, Kylo's redemption is similar to Vader's redemption, where you kind of almost don't see it to the very last moment, I'm fine with that.
0: What if it happens early? Like, what if early on he's like, this is something's happening that shouldn't be happening. The only way I could stop this from happening is if I let go of the dark and, and let the light let the light in. What if they go that direction instead of waiting till the end? They're like like a half hour into the movie. He's like, oh oh man, everything is gonna go to hell if I don't do this, and I don't want everything to go to hell. I want to be controlling the hell.
1: I'm not against it because it's like I don't know. I just don't. I just don't see it as uh, returning to the light. I know that's what we could say happens with Vader, but it kind of doesn't. He just throws an old man in a tube. and He doesn't slaughter someone. You know what I mean? Like, I really hate tearing apart one of my favorite movies, but like, you know what I mean? It's like, yes, he re- he returned. He's he's he be- he's redeemed, and then he becomes a force ghost.
0: But I think Lucas even said he wasn't fully redeemed.
1: I don't think so either.
0: And I think I Lucas just actually with
1: the force, because he's like a very strong force user. Yeah.
0: I think Lucas said something like he didn't do it for the good of anything, he did it for his son. Yeah. He like that's how he did it. And and it may, and when you look at Anakin from the prequels, all he wants to do is save Padme from death. Yeah. Save his mom from death. Yeah. And so in this instance, he wants to save his son from Ooh. death. It all lines up. It all makes sense like that. Yeah, and, and like, Kylo Kylo doesn't have anybody but, but Ray right now. Yeah. The and, Le- and Leia, but I, I don't think they're gonna. But he does save Leia though. In in the, in the well, he doesn't save her, but in the last Jedi, he has a chance to shoot her down, to shoot the like, ship down.
1: And I'm sure Vader could have easily struck down Luke. Exactly. But He, he hesitates.
0: Yeah, you don't do it because that's the weakness of the Skywalker. It's love.
1: I can get behind Ben Demption if it's that. Uh, but going back, there, yeah, I think early on it might be fun, like because that would uh, that would go against formula, right? Yeah. Unless you call it reverse Return of the Jedi.
0: But like, but again, like if it is, it is, it's fine. Like, like I mean, and if Kylo Ren could be reverse Anakin this whole time yeah. along. Mm-hmm. And what's like? I just you know I, at some point, what's wrong with it? These like I said, we go to these movies for a reason. Mm. And then when you flip it on its head, like the Last Jedi, to a degree, people get upset, and it's because it's like when your favorite band releases that new album, you're like, what the? Oh. <laughs> you know, that's what it is. And, and and you know, and in twenty years, that might be your favorite album by that band. But right away, you're like, this isn't my this isn't my band. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, they got old. I just, I just think, like, how do you wrap this up? J.J. Abrams alluded, to, he didn't even allude to it. He said, "What happens when two factions have to get together to take down a greater threat?" And then we hear Palpatine's laugh. He's like, he's telling us yeah. that this movie has has the two, and they've already teamed up in Last Jedi, right? Kylo and and Rey, they've teamed up yeah. already. They took down the Praetorian guys. They have, and they have this Force Skype. They have this weird connection to each other. And right now in the trailers and the TV spots, I mean, I haven't seen the last couple of TV spots, but the ones that I've seen, all I'm seeing, aside from Poe being like, the fight with us, is Ray and Kylo. Ray and Kylo. Yeah. But I do. Ray and Kylo, nonstop. Yeah. And like, is that what the movie's gonna be? Is it gonna be 90% Ray and Kylo? Or are they hiding everything from us? everything because we still there's only one shot where we see kylo and ray fighting where kylo's wearing the mask one shot why yeah why does he need the mask why is it getting fit merchandise can't be that important there's no freaking kylo ren toys on the shelves right now yeah Uh... by the way i don't have it here i got a mystery mystery box mini and i got a knight of ren sadak bar
1: nice i love those things so much um i don't know it's just it's funny how we're complaining about these tv spots are showing too much but i still don't have a handle of what i think's gonna happen in this movie
0: that's yes that's a great point
1: like i think we're just like stop showing stuff let us be surprised um but that's
0: us though i understand why they're why why they're pushing it Oh yeah, yeah, Like I totally got, and the spots, personally, I think they're awesome. Like they're showing me, like I was oh, saying, yeah. uh, my friend's son Colby, shout out, who I'm seeing it with on Saturday. He was apparently he was like he saw it, and he was like that looks intense, like super excited about it, <laughs> and like because these spots, are, I'm like yeah, they like they're show, like Last Jedi, was honest to what the movie was in the TV spots, right. This one, if they're honest, that's great, but they're showing excitement and and just like a thrill ride, but no plot. I don't know what the hell's going on in this movie.
1: I think, uh, I can think it's, I'll be surprised if I'm wrong what I'm about to say. I think we're about to see, like you just said, the most intense battles. Like, I think they went all out on it from just the small visuals we've been seeing of it. All these space battles look like they're going to be insane. And then there's like... <laughs> I mean, the parts where we're like seeing them battling on top of Star Destroyers, who I, which I assume are still in atmosphere of a planet, and then fighting in like a cargo bay. Or, what? Well, yeah, uh, not cargo, uh, landing bay in like one of those things while it's taking off. Like, that's wild! So... I think that is a guarantee the visuals are going to be astonishing. Um, but going back to Kylo and Ray, I don't know, man. Uh, I do know that if some, if the plot is, oh, guess what? Palpatine's been alive this whole time. I am going to be furious.
0: But th- So there's an interesting article that dropped on, I don't know, Variety, Vanity Fair, Uproxx. It was on something. J.J. Abrams, Chris Terrio, they're talking. And I yeah. believe it's J.J. Abrams. And he says, he goes, that moment at the end of Return of the Jedi, we we always thought, it might have been Chris Terry, but we always thought of that moment. That was in the back of our minds. Whenever we wrote it, we were doing it. And they said, even when you look, I should find the quote, but they're like, even when we look at the EU, Palpatine's essence was, essence was always around. Right. Even if he wasn't still alive. And yeah. they said they really paid attention to that. And so when I read that, I'm like, okay, so they're not—they're well, they're going to do their best anyway to not take away from the events of Return of the Jedi. Right, right, right. We, but we're going to get a definitive answer to Palpatine. Yeah. In regards to how he comes back, we know that. Like, that's he's the
1: fine. I, I can deal with that. It's just a matter yeah. of like he was just hanging. That's there. the what? thing. Like, how
0: are they going to portray? It? But maybe he's—I don't like—I don't. Is he even in the movie in a physical form? mm Hmm. Is he in Palpatine physical form? Yeah, And I'm sure people who have read the leaks are like, yes, he is. Or no, he's not. I don't know. I haven't read them. But I'm saying from what I've seen and what I'm hearing, I right now I'm like, well, maybe he's just a spirit. Maybe he was in Snoke's body.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. But you know what I mean? Like, but that's the thing. Like When you say that, it's like, well, maybe he's in Kylo Ren's mask. Maybe he's in Vader's mask. Maybe he's possessing yeah. all of these things. We like I, I I just want to watch the movie in a week.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you could easily just make it like a horcrux. <laughs> yeah, and I'd be like, okay, perfect, cool.
0: What if when we watch the movie, they're literally just like he's just hanging there. He's like, I've been here for thirty years, <laughs> waiting
1: <laughs> for what? I'm gonna give the the screen a middle finger.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I I think, but look when you when you kill off a character like Sheevy P and then you bring him back, I think, I think the minute they called this the Skywalker saga, bringing him back made a lot of sense. It made all the sense because he's the villain yeah. of this, of this thing. If they didn't call it that and they brought him back, then it'd be like, well, this is a cheap, a, a cheap uh, callback. Yeah. Uh, so that's why I'm okay with it. Um, I mean, I haven't seen the movie. We'll see how, how it is when I see the movie. Hopefully the movie is amazing and, and there's no reason to fret. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I don't I don't know. I don't know what's happening. I know nothing about Zori Bliss. I know less about her today than I did yesterday. Yeah. Um, what if Zori Bliss and the Mandal- Mandalorian are the same person and they just kind of like f- flop? Like, f-
1: <laughs> <laughs> they could definitely... Well, I guess they're further apart timeline-wise, but like I could see a character like Zori Bliss existing in the Mandalorian in some way. Ugh.
0: Why does she wear that mask? Like, what, I don't really <laughs> I like it. That's the thing. I don't know anything. I know Poe flies the falcon and goes Arr! like that. I know Chewy, hooray, yells Chewy. I'm getting worried about Chewy. <laughs> like, I just, he's not, he's barely in the marketing. Yeah. He's like in the back of the falcon. i like, <laughs> like why? Yeah, he's
1: having his vegetarian meal.
0: Nah. <laughs> you saw that? Yeah. I Yeah. You saw it or not? I was uh, thrilled that uh, that world-class question got answered by Jonas What
1: Did we uh, retweet that or post that on anything? Or It's
0: only on Twitter. I can't save it. It's all over Twitter, though.
1: Yeah. yeah. I showed it to Reham, and she's like, this is the greatest thing.
0: <laughs> Aaron retweet, retweeted it with, like, hashtag vegan, and all yeah. these vegan Twitter things started retweeting it, too. So, <laughs> so we started uh-huh. Chewie's Vegetarian. Uh, it was funny it was uh you know i like when they can have fun with things too it doesn't yeah. all have to be like serious i mean it's star wars at the end of the day and
1: it's like when ryan johnson replied to your question about what orgs. a group of orgs are yeah.
0: <laughs> a murder and we're like
1: a murder <laughs> but,
0: but you know it just it shows i mean this one was different because this was like an ask you know yeah. some of your questions ryan johnson had just showed that he was paying attention to people's obsession with porgs in july <laughs> before the movie came out remember when porgs were our our obsession do you remember when yeah. we were just like we need porgs and now there's a porg on the poster for nine which is something i don't think jj abrams ever intended but <laughs> is right there you got the porg on the poster um international poster i should i should clarify i've liked all the posters for this i really really appreciate the white border more than the black border that's my i'm on i prefer those ones personally i just think it helps the images stand out a little bit more i think they get a little bit sucked in on the black border that being said don't give a crap yeah. uh, but that's just a personal preference if I, I the weird one is the one where it looks like kylo ren has like hair under his mask like flowing out of the mask Yeah, but it's yeah. luke's hair and it's intriguing that luke is on the poster because we haven't seen anything from luke skywalker yeah. at all
1: but yeah it is a it is like mm, maybe we should have rethought this one
0: <laughs> unless it's on purpose though
1: yeah i keep for i keep like oh i should go walmart get a new poster and replace this one <laughs> even though so this one is really good but like
0: i have the new walmart well, i could bring it for you if you want no it's not that it's hard to find anywhere no i uh <laughs>
1: as he looks around the room
0: no no it's in my closet Hey. I got a calendar I'm putting up. There's a month left. I'm finally putting my calendar up. I went to Dollarama. I can't reach all this stuff. Oh, no. Cool! I went to Dollarama. I got LG LG, and this Emphas... LG Funko and Emphas Nest, like one of those big tennis things. And I got a Rio D- Durant Funko as well. <laughs> I like Rio. People were complaining, like, how many characters can John Favreau voice? All of them!
1: <laughs> <Do what? laughs> all of them! <laughs> it's, it's John Favreau.
0: Come on, Rio. <laughs> oh, it's too bright. Hey, kid, <laughs> I want to open a cantina somewhere.
1: They uh, they put uh, that that type of uh, alien in the comic uh, Vader down. And he oh, was yeah? a pilot too. So I uh, he
0: goes on top of the uh, that's a or not of...
1: Vader. Sorry, Target Vader. <laughs>
0: oh yeah. I, I like Rio Durant. I would like to see more of the characters from Solo appear in something at some point. But oh yeah, I don't think we'll ever get Rio Durant again in in live action. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do think about the droids and Ewoks cartoons a lot, and I'm like, you know, it would be a lot of fun if they went back and they did another droids cartoon for Disney Plus.
1: Yeah, I mean, the amount of droid characters they've yeah. created in the last few years, they could make a whole series just yeah. around that.
0: I don't know what happens with Dio in this movie and BB, BB eight, but like, but they don't talk like if if Dio speaks English sure. Uh, but just like, I don't know. I I always feel like, I know they have the Lego shows, but I feel like sometimes they take this, they take Star Wars a little bit too seriously. I've said this. Yeah. Have fun with these kids shows, man. Like resistance is good, but it's almost too serious for kids to really get into. I think, um, I just just have fun. Just go on these fun romps is what I want.
1: have you heard about this new Harley Quinn cartoon that's out? No. It's on the DC Universe app. I watched the first two episodes today. And it's wild because it's like more of a comedy. Like it's self-aware that they're kind of making fun of this all. And Harley Quinn's the main. But like they've changed all the characters just a little bit. Like Bane does the, the it's like the Bane voice is like a crappy version of the Bane from Dark Knight Returns. <laughs> so and it's so he's not like like in the comic he's sort of like supposed to be Hispanic, and like, in this one he does like oh I was born in the darkness, but like that like that's what like it's like someone's doing, the voice as a joke, and he's, it's <laughs> so it's it's other and then like <laughs> Commissioner Gordon is just like a total like nutcase. <laughs> It's like, like he's not like he's not he's it's like all the, and like it's it a show that i'm like yeah somebody's thinking and i think that's what you think we should do for star wars like you can have a kid show that isn't canon or whatever you can do just a fun thing and they've kind of done that i suppose with like forces of destiny and what's the new one
0: galaxy adventure is really cool
1: Yeah, they're fun. Like, they're just, just just make them. Who cares? Two
0: minutes, though. I just, like, just, like, I, yeah, no, just make them, yeah.
1: But, like, they, like, they gotta, they gotta at some point do a show about Star Wars. That's just jokey. Like, it doesn't need to be anything. But they do a show about Honda.
0: They pull detours, you know, like, we would never see that because they want Vader (laughs) to be scary. What? (laughs) Uh, To me, that's strange. Vader's scary. Who cares? Like everyone loves Vader. It's, it's not scary.
1: Everybody is.
0: All right, let's go over to the odds.
1: The odds. Today's odds are,
0: are brought to us by Patreon. Patreon. Uh where's do you have your Patreon list?
1: You know it.
0: You want to go first? Yeah. Go for it. Patreon. Thank you so much, everybody, for Patreon. all your support on Patreon. You can find us at patreon.com slash scum podcast. New tears. Have fun. Yay.
1: Our patrons, our Patreons are Heidi Fetter. Hello. Barry Brophy, Dennis Allen, Christine Allison, Mary Kristen Athen, Jeff Wilson, Aaron Quinton, Al Schuler, Phil Staniforth, Austin Schur, Scott D, Andy Higgins, Josh Price.
0: Mason Hope, Matt W., <laughs> Tony Comstock, Rural Farm Boy, Frank Perkins, Sooner Thrawn, Neil Lowry, D Raven, Spencer, FN 1189, Matt Dallas, DJ Blake, Gleek Play One, Janet Rubio, Charlotte, Kayla Davis, Paige, and I'm not even going to mention the Denim Nerds. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan of the Denim Nerds.
1: What was the one name someone called them early on? It was like Dennis Stupids or something because they didn't like what he said.
0: Yeah, it was, I think it was you that called him that.
1: <laughs> the Dennis Stupid. The
0: Dennis Stupid. It might have been. <laughs> I told Rob when Rob did him on played against him on our duel of the Fates, which you guys should watch. It's from a couple oh, years ago. It's hilarious. I told Rob to refer to him as a den of turds. Um, but he did not. And then he whooped his butt spoilers <laughs> if you want to see a shocker though just watch rob Rainman that content that trivia show Rain Man's <laughs> it. remember like he pulls an answer out of your out of his butt yeah it's insane but thank you everybody on patreon it really means a lot to us for your support it's a lot of fun over there um you get exclusive content early access uh the contest there's a contest for the art of of the rise of skywalker coming brock you and i might just we might just keep it for ourselves Perfect. I don't think there's nothing wrong with that. I'm gonna I'm gonna become a patron and just and rig it. I can do that. Do you think he anybody said, would? Do you think choose. anybody would have a, think anybody would be like, James Rassile, you win. Do you think anybody would be opposed to that? No, me neither. <laughs> but anyway, thank you everybody for that. That contest Thanks. we'll do uh, next week's show. Next week's show we'll have the winner of that contest. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be great. Alright, here we go. Never tell me the odds. First odd. Odds of Finn and Jenna being related. Zero percent. Nice. Nice. This is brought hard. up to my attention. People are thinking this though. They are it is a thought yeah. process. Is yeah. just zero? You're just like, no.
1: Yeah, no. I just that's too predictable and come on.
0: I come never on. go I never go zero. Uh, you never go zero. <laughs> I never go zero and I never go 100, but I have no shame in going full Brock, which I am not going to do this time. I'm going to go 7.1%. Um, mm. I mean, I would go zero, but I can't. So I'm going to go 7.1. They're not related uh, at all. If Janet's related to anybody, it is going to be Lando. Um, it makes sense because it's the last movie and Lando's in it. right? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, no. no I mean... the, my right now, what I want from Janna's my look. I got my Jana Boba Head. Everyone else, I love Janet, but this is what I want from Janna. I want her. She's not going to be, but I want her to be raised on Endor by Ewoks. Oh yeah, right. Oh. If they did that, she would be every '80s kid's favorite character. She's not going to be. She's gonna be from like Passan or something. But and then um...
1: there's like an old grandma in her village as well named Sindel
0: <laughs> <laughs> See the Mandal- The Mandalorian would pull that off. And yeah, would not yeah. be ashamed of it either. Like, the Mandalorian would brag about it. All right. Our next, uh, the odds of Ray using an orange lightsaber. I chose orange because Cal Kestis.
1: Yeah. I uh, I like this one a lot. I want to go 75%.
0: Wow. You have Let's to tell me why.
1: Up. Just shake it up. Why not? Shake it up. I don't know.
0: I'm going to go 63.
1: Yeah. Because I, wanted- I want it. Yeah.
0: I don't know, I just I'm just like, you know, you, you throw that on, like the orange yeah. on the Calcastus thing on Fallen Order. Like that's the pre order. I haven't played that much of it. But when you get there and you're like, okay, but why why orange? Yeah. Like, why not purple? Why orange? And it's like, maybe we'll maybe we'll see orange. Uh, I was like, did I give it a number? Sixty
1: seven.
0: now yeah. Sixty seven. Uh final line the yeah, odd of well, I kind of mentioned this earlier, but the odds of Palpatine not being in physical form in The Rise of Skywalker.
1: I'm going to go high because that makes sense. Um, 75%. Hmm. No, I'm going to go higher because I don't want it to be the opposite. 85%. <laughs> so
0: you think he won't be physical out of, from the movie?
1: No, I think we're looking at a Force ghost or he's somehow bonded to a thing. I don't think he's like, hello i've been alive the whole time
0: <laughs> see this is a, a tricky question uh whoever wrote it like will he be a will be a physical form at some point
1: maybe yeah I, i'm gonna
0: I, go i gotta I think, go for brock
1: yeah like i think they, they will but I yeah like That's the thing. how mad would you be if it's like the one they threw over the banister was a droid the whole time i'm like
0: no see that that kind of crossed my not the droid but like if that was a clone or something that crossed my mind but then when i read that interview with abrams or terry or whoever it was it's like well okay they say they're not going to cheapen it
1: yeah
0: but another part of me goes but if they're not cheapening it like they're not cheapening the act so that still makes Vader act important but so they're not cheapening that but then they're cheapening everything else around it so i don't know you know what i don't know where their heads are always at when they come up with these things um, I just, I just hope if mods Kanatas in this movie, she doesn't say who's the girl, and then they cut away again. Uh, I have to go full Brock on that one though, because I, I, I feel like he won't be physical for him. But if you're gonna have the Emperor in it at some point, we gotta see Ian McDermott, and I think he's gotta be physical. At oh some yeah,
1: point. like that's why I'm not saying 100. Like it's just, yeah. you no, know, they'll want to.
0: So and also Matt Smith is playing him. Oh, yeah, Matt Smith. <laughs> girls with sabers has a video out right now that everybody can watch i think it's out right now yeah it's out right now and they um they think that hux will be like the conduit before for for palpatine like hux is the voice of gvp is huh. what they think and we haven't seen hux in any marketing he's not on the press tour that's true we don't know where he is i kind of feel like he's just gonna die pretty early on um but yeah i mean Hux is just, he's just not around. Like, who Like, knows?
1: there's only the picture of, I think, him and, Bronco. uh, uh yeah. And, but, so, but, like, that, that, those guys, too. Like, it's just, like, that's a whole storyline to itself. But Richard
0: E. Grant, he's been on the press tour. He was at a panel. Like, he's talking. Hux, Dom Lugleeson's been absent. So, um, everybody check out their video over there at the girl, Girls Will Sabres on the Hux thing. Because they, they mentioned that to me. I was doing a video with them, and they mentioned it. I was like, I kind of like that idea. They like, got like, I don't know if it's going to play out but i like the idea of hucks being used for something you know what i mean like i like that let's use domino gleason uh because he's a great actor give him something to do yeah and we don't need matt smith (laughs) i mean maybe we maybe we need matt smith if matt smith's in this movie that's when i give it the finger
1: (laughs) go back to the crown
0: (laughs) i don't hate matt smith i just he has no association association with the franchise so why yeah. hide it? All right. Hollow News.
1: Hollow News. The news you need to know about nerds. Uh, James, you like the Black Series. Guess what's coming out j- spring 2020? Tell me A- is Rio Durant. No. <laughs> Did they not already do him? No. Uh, six-inch clone trooper Commander Bly, in all his glory, will come out spring twenty twenty. He will have the two pistols that we've been seeing a lot of with the clone troopers, and a blaster rifle, and a rotating visor. The helmet will not be removable, unfortunately. Not like uh, Commander Wolf or Captain Wolf. I can't remember his rank, which was nice because he could pop it off and like, hey, tomorrow, Morrison. Uh, along with that, we will be seeing a Sith, De- no, Sith Death Trooper. Sith Jet Trooper. Looks pretty sweet. Looks look pretty glossy. That and, I want. Yeah. And also, a Black Series Count Dooku Force FX lightsaber will be coming out spring 2020. So, look forward to that. Apparently, an Asajj Ventress lightsaber was also announced, so those will pair nicely. I don't know when that one's coming out. Uh, But, until then, did you know that Boeing has created an X-Wing version of their drones? Apparently, early this week, when the new uh, Rise of the Resistance ride opened in uh Orlando Florida Disney World they had these x-wings hovering above the evening ceremony which apparently are about the size of a minivan uh designed by Boeing uh under like the same style of their aerial cargo drone which is something they're slowly trying to implement um uh, Boeing confirmed that that is how they built it, and they are providing more info on the X-wing. Uh, da, da, da. You can see the the x were able to ascend vertically into the night sky, then hover and rotate before heading out. So I guess in this cool event, you got to see it. Just sort of, and I, there is a video if you check out. I believe it was on the Star Wars YouTube channel, but it's kind of neat. They don't really like zoom around like in the movie. They're just sort of like up in the air, but. They were more or less life-size X wings, so they kind of exist. So check that out. And uh, on the topic of uh, Disneyland, I know James and I personally have talked about doing this someday. The Rival Run uh, 5K, 10K, marathon that tend to happen on Disneyland by Disneyland and Disney World. I think they help happen roughly the same time in April. They have released what their medals will look like. The 5K will have a Tano on one side and Darth Maul on the other. The 10K will have Princess Leia and a Stormtrooper. Uh, the Half Marathon will have Darth Vader and Yoda. The Rival Run Challenge will feature a Resistance X-Wing. Uh, and, and on the other side, a First Order TIE Fighter. So either way, if you're a good guy or a bad guy, you're going to get a medal that's got something you like. Like. there will also be other medals for kids there's something called the kessel run which i need to know what that is but i did not do the research one day james and i will run the 5k at this if we can book it in time uh yeah, but I'm if dying, you're going you're,
0: that one. Uh,
1: beautiful medals coming your way and this has been your hollow news
0: hollow news so you're still running brock
1: Uh, No, because it's cold outside.
0: (laughs) We just got a treadmill, so...
1: Oh, (laughs) ooh-la-la.
0: Yeah, you know, got a treadmill, do some running. I I, I miss running, so it was nice Mm. to do it. Because when it snows where I live, you can't move. All right, top five. Top five. Top five that we can talk about who we think should up at the end of the show. Okay, top five. Forest Ghost we'd like to see in the Rise of Skywalker. I'm going to go... I'm going to go to number five, and mine's number five only because I'm not sure if this individual is a force ghost at this point in time, but I'm going to say yes, she is absolutely gonzo and has risen, and her name is Ahsoka Tano. <laughs> I think you pull Ahsoka Tano out of your buttocks and put her in this movie, the theater just goes, half the theater goes bananas, and the other half goes, I need to know what's going on in this, shit, this movie. Um, I, I think you could throw her in there. I think it would be interesting. Yeah. And uh, you know what? I, like I said, I don't know if she's if she's dead because Feloni's like, she's just going to live forever. Uh, <laughs> but Ahsoka Tano, Force Ghost Ahsoka Tano, go for
1: it. Yeah, uh, I believe that could definitely work because none of the characters know who she is right now. So you just have her explain. That's simple. Uh, I went with Qui-Gon Jinn because I would like to see him again, especially since in the Clone Wars, they kind of created the idea that he... Figured out how to... Or not figured out. He kind of understood what a forest ghost was. But I put him low because I don't think anyone would be like... like, Who are you? (laughs) Cool. But I would love for him to come back as a fan.
0: I'm going to go with Qui-Gon over Obi-Wan. No, I'm going to go Obi-Wan Kenobi. Forget it. Obi-Wan Kenobi. I was going to say Qui-Gon because I kind of feel like if Qui-Gon showed up to talk with Kylo. And just be like, I it's my fault. Like there's a moment like he's like, I'm the one that took your grandfather and forced this life on him. I think that would be yeah. very poignant. But at the same time, you know, Obi-Wan Kenobi, I don't think he's going to be because he had a chance in, in The Last Jedi and they kind of ex-nate that. Um, but his voice is in in Force, Force Awakens. So I would like some Obi-Wan Kenobi. That's my number four. Uh,
1: my number four is going to be The problem is I'm mulling over, like, still in my head what I think I want. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go Yoda, even though I mm-hmm. think Yoda should always be the Force Ghost, but... Well, he's only been to Force Ghost once. What am I saying? I think Yoda should always be included in movies, He's but, been Force like, Ghost twice. Yeah. I'd rather put him uh, number four.
0: See, I'm, Yoda's not on my list. Mm-hmm. Because we, we got him in The Last Jedi, and I'm kind of happy with how he played out in that movie. Like, I'm like, you know what? I mean, look. If he shows up, do not get me wrong. Everyone, yeah, like, exactly. You know, but but I I just his scene with Luke is almost a perfect ending for Yoda. Mm-hmm. Now, is that an ending? I don't know. I mean, there might be a scene where they all go towards a light and disappear. Um, my number three. Uh, this all hinders on whether or not this character dies again. This is my just gonna make all my characters are alive uh and this is leia Leia. Mm. um i i think it would be um respectful even to carrie fisher if they if uh her character passes away in the movie at some point but at another point in the movie she returns as a force ghost and that's kind of like the final like curtsy for carrie fisher for princess leia From the filmmakers, from Lucasfilm, and the audience to see this character go, I think it's just it'd be a great um, homage for for the character and and the actress, and um, yeah, I mean, but again, at this point in time, we haven't seen the movie. Princess Leia, General Leia is alive and well, Um, so she'd have to die in the film for it to actually happen.
1: Yeah, Uh, mine's gonna be uh, Luke for number three because. He just doesn't beat out the other two people I want to see, uh, but I think I mean well. We know Mark Hamill's in this movie, so it's like, yeah, he'll be there.
0: Yeah, two is Luke for me. Mm. He's in the movie, so he's kind of a cop Maze Windu.
1: <laughs> that would be good. I, I'm not against that either. They just... put
0: him in the D23 like trailer. Mm. Why? Yeah. Of all the prequel moments, they chose that one. Uh, All right, what's your number two?
1: My number two It's back and forth between the last two. I'm gonna go Anakin. Mm -hmm. And perhaps he's Vader. I don't know. Either way, I think it would be great because he's been like this looming figure for this character for Kylo, and it's just like let's get like closure on what exactly he thinks Vader wants so.
0: I I going with Anakin as my number one. Uh Anakin, yep. um, Anakin and Han Solo flip flop as my two favorite characters. Han might show up as a forest ghost. We don't know. Yeah, maybe. Uh,
1: they
0: they flip flop as my my two favorite characters. Anakin, I love Anakin, um, and it's the Skywalker saga. I think he's very important. I just I just don't think they're gonna. I don't know. There's I get a I have a bad feeling about this when I think about him <laughs> in the movie, and I don't. Like, you know how I want the movie to end with R2-D2. There's like that and Anakin's Force Ghost are two things that I'm just-, just putting in a bag, lock and key, and leaving it in my car on my way to the theater because I really feel like neither one of those things are... Like, I truly believe neither one of those things are going to happen. Um, and if I start thinking about them too much, I might be disappointed if... The R2 thing, whatever, but which I really won't, but it won't happen. But the Anakin not being in it, I, I could see myself getting so... Into that idea that I am disappointed when it doesn't happen, so I need to somehow separate that thought from myself when I enter the theater. (laughs)
1: Uh, my number one. Are we on number one? Yeah. Yeah. My number one is Obi Wan because he's he's been the original force. Ghost and we got a new show coming out. Like, just give us more Obi Wan. It can be you and McGregor. It can be you and McGregor with alec guinness over top of his head or it could just be old clips of, of alec Guinness they found whatever just do it
0: yeah i'm curious how they're gonna how they're gonna swing that mm. um because ryan johnson said the problem he had was is it we know we know force goes obi-wan as alec guinness but they have you and mcgregor uh yeah yo what's that what's that thing called deep fake deep fake that just deepfake, fake, yeah. put you and McGregor in and deep fake Alec Guinness's face on it bam <laughs> Lucasfilm give me a call yep. okay, we got this that's our top 5 let us know what your top 5 force goes to see in this little movie called The Rise of Skywalker which comes out in just over a week basically a week uh, we get to what? see each other Brock we're going to be in the same room for the first time oh my in God. ages I know it's going to be so emotional unfortunately Andrew Fantasia will ruin that experience for yep. us but I yep. mean he's ruined more in the past yeah. So, you know, he's a lifer. All right, let's, uh, before we wrap things up, let's just talk about the Mandalorian. So, if you haven't seen the Mandalorian, we're going to talk about it. So, goodbye, non Mandalorian fans, everybody else. Brock. I'm just waiting for everybody to. Who was that at the end of the episode? I
1: don't know. I like, I've been hearing Giancarlo Esposito on it because he's got a cape of some sort. I didn't really, I didn't, I watched it, I was at work watching it. So I didn't really go back and pause it. I don't know what if you did that. I was also um, watching the phone, so
0: I watched it. I watched that end scene twice. I've only seen the episode as of this recording once. I will pro- by the time this goes up, I'll probably have seen it multiple times because that's what I like to do. Yeah. Um, but I did go back, and there was no tell for me. I've heard some people say grief carga, but I don't think they would have hidden grief carga to be honest. Like I think mm-hmm. they would have flat out shown us um i believe rob and andrew didn't ever tell me the odds on this on on mandalorian scum and they were talking about like cad bane uh boba fett things like that and john favreau said boba fett will not be in season one of the mandalorian Mm. um i mean unless that's a lie which it could be but I, i i'm gonna take him at his word yeah i think it's uh uh moff gideon is who I think. Yes. I think it's Giancarlo Esposito. I think because, like you said earlier, we don't know who the villain is. Yeah. But what we do know is that Werner Herzog hires Bounty Hunter, the Mando, to get this 50 year old asset. He says dead or alive, preferably alive. Yeah. The doctor says no, alive.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But we know that IG 11 and that other Bounty Hunter tried to kill the asset. Yeah. So somebody is also trying to kill. Yeah. Is trying is trying to get this asset, but they want the asset dead. Werner Herzog, I we don't know where he stands on any of this. Like he's he's kind of in the middle. Like he's playing both sides almost it feels <laughs> like. Uh, so I'm I'm curious about that and and like you said if there's no villain, this gives us the opportunity to find out this person, Moff Gideon, is on the trail.
1: Yeah. I think, I mean, whether you like Giancarlo Esposito or not, like, he's a well-known actor, and you don't get a guy like that to, to put him in one, like, a little episode. I mean, he's one of the best parts of Breaking Bad, for sure. He's very good at what he does, so, like, we already know he's a really good villain, so, like, it's just, yeah, make him the villain. You're done. Uh, yeah, I just... uh it was very interesting about this show. It's like they pushed like Cara Dune so hard in all the publicity. She's only been in one episode. That's brilliant. But,
0: but she might come back, right? Like, yeah,
1: I think I think that's totally what we're setting up because it's sort of it, <laughs> it's like you think the Mandalorian is going to be this loner, but he kind of doesn't want to be a loner. He wants to be part of his own community and yeah. He recognizes when people deserve to be part of a team or that they can benefit off each other. So uh, I think that's what we're going to see. I really hope we see IG-11 again, too. Um, But I'm at a point, too. Like, they kill off the uh, Ming-Na character, and I'm like, why do we keep killing people off or getting rid of them? Like, So...
0: I I was talking earlier... um... I just think like she was a last minute casting thing. If you remember, it was kind of like, Oh yeah, yeah she's joined the cast. I feel like they were like, let's get somebody cool in this role. And yeah. she loves star Wars. And it was just one of those things where like dream mm-hmm. casting dream, like chance to be in something. And they just kind of like, let's just like, it was more like that than about let's get Ming-Na when to play. Like it was, I think it was more just having fun and everybody kind of doing that. Um, but but it also and I said this before it, it gives you the opportunity to go back and tell me more stories about this character leading up to that right because that mask you had on was pretty cool and yeah she's obviously talent, like skilled Um, so show me that let me see what goes on maybe she's not dead she is but maybe she's not dead she could yeah. be alive I think she's dead though Um, but I this this series is definitely heating up we're at three to go three to go six seven eight is that six yeah, yeah. And then next episode is, um, I don't even know. Who knows? should be good, obviously. I don't know if I'm going to wake up at 6 a.m. to watch it. I might have to so I can get on social media that day. Uh, but it's going to be a lot of fun. And then the, the seventh episode, the Deborah Chow returns to the director chair episode. That is uh, is December 18th, the day before Rise of Skywalker. Hmm. They're going to have a little teaser in front of it, a little teaser for the Rise of Skywalker in front of the Mandalorian that day. Uh, That should be fun and cool. And then then the week after that, it ends. we got to (laughs) wait. Who knows how long for season two?
1: So does that mean – because has Favreau directed one yet?
0: No, he's not directing any.
1: Oh, I thought he was. Okay, my mistake. No,
0: it's the – so everyone directs two except Bryce Dallas Howard does one and Taika Waititi does one. Yeah. Everybody else gets two episodes. And then Deborah Chow does every single episode of Obi-Wan. So I, right, yeah. I don't think she'd be back for season two, but Carl Weathers gets to direct in season two. <laughs> really? Yeah, he's doing episode season two. So yeah, I think that they're setting something up. I'm curious if it'll be like the Mandalorian, uh, Cara Dune, Grief Karga, IG-11, and...
1: Cool. cool. Cool.
0: All are like the crew. How you get him back? I don't know. I don't know either. And I don't know if you need to, but I, I haven't, I, I'm not writing this show. So that, that doesn't affect me. <laughs>
1: Maybe peace has not remained in the Valley. now Mandalorian has to go
0: back. Maybe the Mandalorian is like, we're only traveling by blurb. <laughs> uh, that's it. I look overall. Um, I think the first three episodes all got better. And now I think it's kind of streamline a bit like it's all kind of, mm-hmm. of mellowed out and it's good but i think with the ending of that last episode things are kicking into high gear and it's interesting before we get out of the, the one thing that intrigued me was the Felony episodes have all been good episodes but the endings have been the best part where you're like oh what's that like <laughs> like they've all hinted at everything else so i'm i'm excited for the future of this show by like easily
1: it's um it's one of the things I look forward to every week. Uh, So it's a bummer when it's off the air. Uh, Reham, my girlfriend, I don't know if I've mentioned her. (laughs) Uh, She finally started watching the first two episodes and she loves to like live tweet to me. It's mostly like Snapchat. So like she shows where, what part she's at and you just hear her talking (laughs) over (laughs) it. So she was like, she's like, uh, I would say Star Yeah, no, she's a Star Wars fan. I don't, She doesn't get uh, as into it as we do, but she loves to watch those stuff. So she's really engaged by it. That's saying a lot. Um, but I think this show... I am I am actually looking forward to showing it to my dad at Christmas because I'll be at home and be like, hey, you want to watch this? And see what he thinks. Because I get to send the episodicness of this show is possibly uh a business sort of take on it it's like okay so we're gonna make the first like live action star wars show perhaps we don't get too crazy into a plot even though i think the plot is very interesting and engaging but you know what i mean it's sort of like they're not as they're they're being strategic in what chances they're taking and i think sort of like well, if you can, if you like this show, then we know that next season we can get more convoluted into the, into the, plot. So I mean, I guess yeah. all shows, are like that, you know what I mean? Like,
0: I think they've done a brilliant job, and it makes a lot of yeah. sense.
1: Yeah, it's uh, the return to Tatooine is great. Uh, all the nods to like the prequels, like seeing repair droids. <laughs>
0: Was perfect. Oh, so yeah. As soon as they came out, I just Shut I yelled out "pit droids" and it was like midnight. And I was like,
1: yeah. "Shut up!" So. Uh, and like, yeah the, <laughs> the the Amy Sedaris character yeah. is great. It it feels like the '80s too. Yeah, like it yeah. just sort of it feels like what what like if you there was like a character from the uh, the holidays uh, yeah. show if there was a character that came out of that, that everyone just loved, I'm not saying that there aren't people that love characters from that, but you know what I mean? She feels like she exists. Absolutely. In that. So it was just like, perfect. It was great. <laughs>
0: yeah. I, uh, I loved it for sure. And I can't wait to see more.
1: What did you think of the opening with the space battle there when he's getting chased by another,
0: it was fun to watch. It came out of nowhere. Like, that was the that? Thing I'd say. I thought it was fun, but it came out of nowhere. <laughs> right like it was like that was cool but w- how did that start like how'd that come about
1: yeah oh, i mean just to get him on tatooine right because it's a land oh but... no
0: i know but who was that guy like was that another bounty like, uh, it just like... kind of started I, no i was fine with it what'd you think
1: i liked it, it kind of had like an 80s vibe yeah, to it think... too like i watched it on a phone i really should re-watch this on a tv so...
0: phones the future brock watch it all on yep. the phone
1: I love, though, he's like... I love how the... I love that Baby Yoda is just always around the man to some extent.
0: (laughs) I I love just the cutaways to Baby Yoda.
1: Like, oh! Those
0: big, innocent eyes.
1: Here's my complaint about Baby Yoda. They've been putting too much of that canned baby sound in it. The, The sound you hear in, like, every movie or TV show that has a baby just in the, like that isn't important. I was like, "Uh, it takes me out of it.
0: This episode actually had the one first piece of music that I haven't liked. Uh, it's yeah. It has to baby Yoda and Sedaris when she picks them up, it has every like G rated kids movie music starts playing. Yeah. Boop, 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 boop. And I'm like, what is like every kid's movie from the nineties had that music. And I was like, Nope. And then, but the beginning music with that space battle and then the, I was that when I went from there into the Mandalorian theme for the title yeah. card, I was like, "Pro, one of my favorite pieces of music, but bar none.
1: I love how they end every episode with like, um, uh, what do you call that? Like, uh, the, like the artwork.
0: Yeah. The concept art concept so art. Like, it's just
1: like, it's so great. Oh, anyways. Great show. Worth every penny I paid for it.
0: Yeah. yeah, absolutely. This is 144 episodes of the Rebel Scum Podcast. One day, one day, Brock, The Mandalorian will reach 144 episodes. Maybe. That's over five. Oh, God, that's like 200 years for the amount of days. <laughs> uh, but it's been a lot of fun talking Star Wars with you. Next week will be our – got to figure out when we're recording because we're going to do one more before we go see this movie just so we could be all innocent. And then after that, oh, it's over, man. <laughs> it's over. The rides. Over. Please stop. It's going to Do. be awesome. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, check us out on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Rebel Scum Podcast. Everywhere, everywhere you listen to your podcast, we're right here on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. And uh, Brock, you were always scum.
1: <laughs> Rebel Scum.
0: Hey, scumbags. Thanks for watching. Don't forget to give us a thumbs up on our video. As always, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Rebel Scum Podcast for all the latest videos.